on this, the 20th edition of New Amsterdam Radio, we're talking dinosaurs? That's right. New Amsterdam Radio starts now. Yes, yes, yes. The city is yours. Thank you so much for tuning into this edition of New Amsterdam Radio, powered by NewAmsterdam.com, of course. My name is Flo Voice, and I'm your host, co-founder of the Brandon News Radio Show, and of course, I like to always thank you guys for tuning in and sharing the show and telling your friends about it. You know, it's not necessarily the biggest podcast or the longest or the strongest, but definitely it's something that we're creating together. You can always learn more about the brand at NewAmsterdam.com, and you can learn more about me at FloBito.com. How is everyone doing? Uh, I myself, I'm doing A-OK. I'm back home uh, and then the, the cloudy auspices of Southern California, that June gloom is what they call it. I just spent a weekend out there in Las Vegas, one of my favorite cities in the world. But it was kind of a different trip. I was there for a, a wedding, uh, not an elopement, an actual wedding. So even though I was in the area, I, uh, I went to a private residence west of what you would consider Vegas, you know, in the neighboring town of Summerlin. And I uh, watched as my one of my best friends got married. And it was interesting to me because definitely I've been to Vegas dozens of times. Uh, literally, this was my 44th trip to the city. But it was interesting to see this from a, a different perspective. It was more like I went to a, a Nevada town to see a house party slash wedding as opposed to I'm in Vegas. And and it was interesting seeing like the, the strip in the background or seeing a casino that I'm familiar with, like off in the distance. Uh, but I was able to, to see it from a brand new perspective. And that was kind of what today's episode is all about. It's all about differences of perspective. And I know I could have used that uh, that topic through a parallax view or through uh, an art, but I thought that was kind of interesting that it dovetailed with a recent scientific study about dinosaurs. So we're going to go way, way, way back and talk about uh, those thunder lizards that roam the earth and what that means for your projects today. Scientists are beside themselves. Uh, recently, has discovered a brand new prehistoric species um, discovered. This was first reported by uh, Nat Geo, National Geographic. Uh, looking at old fossils, scientists have been able to discover that there's actually a new dinosaur that that roamed the Earth that's now occupied by Australia. The newest species is called Fostora dehimbanganwal. <laughs> that is a mouthful. Uh, basically, it's an iguanodon-like dinosaur. So think of like tall, long, and slender, almost like giant in, in raptor shape, even though a raptor is kind of of dubious origins. But imagine something like that. Uh, was definitely found uh, by a team at the University of Technology at Melbourne uh, that was uh, understanding that understanding that a previously undiscovered species may have roamed that area. And I thought it was interesting to me because here is here we are at the very least 65 million years later, if not 130 million years later, if not 200 million years later. And we're still discovering new species of dinosaur, right? Isn't that wild? And it's not like there is a, a new meteor that comes in and drops new bones and fossils like Supreme or another hype beast fashion brand. I mean, these tools, these fossils were here the entire time. 
What changes maybe is our methods of discovering them. What changes is maybe new personnel and new teams or a new way of looking at things. Uh, and what definitely changes is how we report on them. Because I know growing up, dinosaurs I knew at the back of my hand were considered invalid because maybe they put the wrong bones together or maybe there was a split in the genetic makeup of these things. And I thought to myself, I said, wow, how cool is that? As something as large, as something as seemingly concrete as dinosaurs is still fluid enough to be able to be looked at differently by fresh eyes and from a fresh team every so often. And I said, how does that relate to the artwork that we create? What does that relate to your great American novel? Well, on one level, you can say, uh, hey, whatever I'm working on, whether it's my paintings, whether it's my interpretive dance, I can always have a committee of people to, to look and review. And we talked about that before, having your network look, review, audit, uh, make sure you're on the right path, make sure you're growing. But taking a step back, what about the art forms itself? You know, when I was in film school, I sat there in my first year visual uh, class and they said, you know what? All the good stories are already written. All the good stories are already taken. Like, what What can you possibly do that's original? But every five or ten years or so, there is a movie that comes out that says, oh, man, they rewrote the rules of cinema. There's a whole new way of looking at things. So this is beyond improving your individual craft. This is about contributing to what is considered the accepted rules of the craft and finding new ways to break that, finding new ways to bend that. Disruption, if I could be so bold, but within an art form, within the craft, within what you're building, within what you're creating and writing, within what you're painting, within what you're breakdancing, within what you're baking. Find a way or discover new ways of looking at things that you can somehow contribute not only to your personal growth as an artist, but definitely the evolution of the art form or craft itself. Living here in Los, in Los Angeles in Southern California, I was on the forefront of the craft beer explosion. A long time ago, I saw like an old man. There was basically the, the beers from the, the big companies. And then there was Sam Adams, which was kind of like, technically a craft brew but it's kind of large enough that you can pick it up at the grocery store so i won't say it's that crafty but it is as far as market share is concerned uh, but then the whole thing exploded and, and and now within three or four miles from my house there's a bunch of smaller brewer come brewers of different sizes of course but they are making their own uh, golden road wasn't independent it just got sold to a big major but angel city uh three weavers boomtown and i just wiretap that's just a few brewery companies in my neighborhood and you would say to yourself well all beers have been made right all the pilsners and lagers and, and porters those are already discovered but there still is some wiggle room within that to contribute you know, now I remember you can go into the grocery store and pick up a wheat beer, right? Like a Blue Moon or a Shock Top. When I was young, uh, in my early 20s, when I was a legal drinking age, wheat beers were around, but they were kind of something you had to ask for. Like, hey, you had that crazy fruity, orangey, weedy stuff in the back, <laughs> you know? And now it's up front and center. Now it's summertime and there's watermelon flavors, and there's peach flavors and, and things you didn't think was part of the conversation are. 
much like how new dinosaur species are. You know, when I was a kid, it was a T-Rex, and then it was a Stegosaurus, and then Triceratops. And now you're hearing about Iguanodons and Leporodons and, and, and Crazy Dons and all these other things. And, and, and even uh, creatures are, are have yet to be discovered. What's to say that we don't find another set of bones in Antarctica or the North Pole or underwater? And that becomes a more fluid interpretation of what we concrete thought was everything that had to been discovered about that series of species, about dinosaurs. Like we've, we've always we opened the door to even reevaluate things that we thought were done, that we thought were discovered already. So what say you? 20 episodes in and we talked about how we can improve, how can we change, morph, share your project or ideas. And I really want to know more about what you're working on. So do me a favor. Uh, find me on social media. I'm at Twitter, at Flopaboys, and I'm at Instagram, at Flopy. So yo, reach out to me. Tell me what you're working on, and maybe we can take a little bit more of a deep dive into your craft, into what you're working on. Because that's what New Amsterdam is all about. And of course, you can follow New Amsterdam over on Twitter, at New underscore Amsterdam, and on, and on Instagram, at New Amsterdam. We are a community of builders, dreamers, creatives, and we're just getting started. So I want to thank you so much for checking out episode 20 and of all the other back episodes and telling all your friends about it, telling all your homies about it, and hopefully there's 20 more where that came from. Again, I want to thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, My name is Slowbo Boys, and until next time, this city is yours. (laughs) 